Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, it's balmy uh, weather here today. Sunny, glorious. It feels like uh, spring has sprung. Um, if only that was the case. Wouldn't that be great, eh? Um, so, yeah, double-figure temperatures at, uh, at uh, 7.50 in the morning. We like that. Um, welcome all to the show, the Fendrian podcast. This week's show, um, as always... We'll uh, be uh, discussing the 36th show, in fact. We'll be discussing a little bit about the local cycling scene and uh, a lot about the uh, about the World Tour, which uh, um, we started a bit of a season review last week by discussing the Team Sky season. And uh, live from the team car this morning, we will, uh, we will be discussing um, the Spring Classic campaign. So we're going to do the season kind of classics and uh, spring classics tours and and everything else really over the next few weeks um first off it's kind of a busy time of year in uh, in the uh, in the cycling world um we've got uh, the club dinner season in full effect fenland clarion were in yaxley at the weekend hosting uh, hosting their event uh, which is always uh, well attended and always uh, particularly uh, particularly well supported i Enjoyed a few crackers with those, with uh, with Downings and Brian Steele, and tried on his Olympic medal and all that. And so fantastic! So a great night out, even if uh, even if you've uh, not been a winner of one of the many races that that club puts on during the year, it's always a really really good event. Um, St Ives Cycling Club hosted uh, their AGM on uh, on Monday, so congratulations to all the people within that organisation who have uh, got themselves new jobs. Um, uh, new posts at the club so well done to all of them um, especially Tom Coldwell who uh, returns for another spell uh, as, uh, as chairman um, despite all of his commitments in organising uh, world championship qualifying grand fondos and things such as the Tour of Cams so well done to Tom um, so yeah busy busy old time lots going on in the uh, in the social in the social calendar but as I was uh, I'd love to say whirring away on the turbo last night I really would but kind of chugging away on the turbo last night watching my heart rate climb and my power numbers dwindle um, I was thinking about because there is some planning goes into this show believe it or not I was thinking about how the show would manifest itself today and the show manifests itself in uh, in a review of, uh, I forgot my words there, for a review of the review of the classics season. So, um, with that in mind, we'll jump straight in to uh, to the big five at the start of the year. Of course, there's a whole host of semi classics that that surround the big the big races. Um, we'll leave the one week tours aside for now, but um, the actual early early classics season, the the Ghent Wevelgums, the uh, the Het Newsblads, the Kerner Brussels Kerner, all in Belgium, all on cobbles. Um, this year, of course, as we reported at the time, uh, we reported from Ghent Wevelgem at the time. Um, a shame, a really great race on a on a, on a beautiful uh, beautiful spring like day. Uh, we got talking, got to talk to Scott Sunderland, formerly of Tinkoff Saxo, and you know it was such a great atmosphere. So the news filtering through that a rider had been killed in the event was um, ugh, unbelievably shocking. And as I sat watching events unfold on my uh, in my hotel room in Bruges. It was really sad and a, and a sad reflection. Everyone at the time said lessons would be learnt. They weren't. Later on in the season, uh, after Dum, Antoine Dumoitier was killed at Wevelgem, lotto rider Stig Brooks was taken down again by a motorcycle, as, as in the first incident. 
um, and has had life-changing brain injuries still you know can only communicate by blinking and squeezing you know squeezing people's fingers um, in, in the tour of Belgium so the early early classics kind of somber left us in a, you know left us in a strange place really in terms of the northern classics and and even uh, even the, the, the traditional curtain raiser the uh, the uh, Milan San Remo the, the, the great classic of the spring in Italy that wasn't without its, uh, its controversy at the, at the time the main controversy looked to be the fact that uh, Fernando Gaviria of Quickstep had gone down in the finishing straight he seemed to balk uh, a number of the sprinters as he flew through the air and probably unexpectedly uh, uh, it was won by Arnold Demar of, uh, of FDJ now we were pleased at the time and obviously reported thus that we were delighted Demar won he's our kind of rider likes those windy races around the French ports such as Calais and, and Dunkirk in, in sort of April, May time. So we like that. That's what we're all about. Um, but then the controversy seemed to uh, to emerge that, that Tinkoff uh, team members had seen De Moitier up the penultimate climb uh, being towed along by his team car holding onto the door, which kept him in contention for that sprint. Never really proved one way or another. Um, Demar faded before coming back Late on in the season, and actually looking like uh, looking like a potential winner of um, of the world of the world championships, clearly affected him. Uh, controversy reigned, and we rolled on to the Tour of Flanders, where finally Peter Sagan broke his duck. A pretty good attack. He was uh, he was in that in Sepp van Mark, the nearly man who uh, leaves Lotto for Cannondale. Um, returning to Cannondale, actually, to uh, to try and break his classic duck. He was there, Sargon was there, Sargon was just too strong. And once he actually got away um, over the Paterberg, that windy, twisty, dog-leg, bumpy old road back into Udenada, which uh, I remember feeling stuck to the road on. Um, it's one of those roads where, you know, in, in Flemish classics, they always park lorries at the side of the road um, to get their trailer, curtain side of trailer adverts out there, so you can always see Willie Nasons or whoever it was. For, for me, they were an absolute godsend in that stretch of road. Sargon, he flew through, won the Classic, and uh, we were in for a decent Classic season then. You know, we knew we'd got something exciting happening. Um, off to Paris-Roubaix we went, um, and keeping in the, the theme of the Classics, we got Mark Cavendish in an early break in the first few kilometres. The, the main story there was the crash involving Cancellara and Sargon that, that left Cancellara with no chance of winning his last Roubaix. Tom Boonen, though, um, who at that point was retiring but will race on this season till the end of Paris-Roubaix, we believe, um, was involved in, in, a, in a late breakaway. Sepp van Mark, of course, got away but didn't end up winning. Uh, and it was Matthew Heyman of Orica Bike Exchange who managed to pip them all in the sprint, having been away most of the day in a number of, uh, of forms of the, of the breakaway. The actual racing in Paris-Roubaix was, was amazing. It started 90 k's out. The, uh, the, uh, the main breakaway of the day formed uh, as the riders uh, left the Arenberg Forest. Fantastic, great racing, and uh, we cannot better this, we thought. And yet, and yet we went to Liège, Baston Liège, um, and we did better it in terms of, 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 of epicness if epicness is a word. Um, Walt Powell's broke Team Sky's duck, as, uh, as we talked about last week. That race was more about the blizzards, the, the incredible blizzards, the terrible, terrible weather. You know, the riders in three, four degrees cold. You know, it, it, unbelievable. I'm not... 
I wouldn't like to say I'm convinced by the cobbled climb and the change of the finish. Um, we'll see how that you know how that pans out. But for me, actually, as a race, it, it was brilliant, 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 brilliant. Movistar trying all they could to keep it together. The rest of the peloton trying to keep warm. Uh, the snow lashing down, turning to rain, turning back to snow. Fantastic. Made for great television. And uh, then to uh, to throw the final. Uh, act of the classics together we had the Amstel Gold again didn't start in the greatest of weather was a bit of a, a tactical kind of hash by by Orica um, not choosing Matthew Michael Matthews or Simon Gerrins and actually it was a really popular win um, for uh, for Wanty uh, group Goubert who had lost De Moitier so tragically earlier on in the classics Enrico Gasparotto a winner of, uh, of uh, the Amstel in the past managed to get a win for one of the unheralded teams it was an you know an emotional moment he was pointing to the sky as, as, as he crossed the line that's for you Antoine he was uh, obviously saying it's difficult for me to paraphrase but um, a fantastic fantastic effort and rounded off the big five of the spring classics really set us up for a decent season of, uh, of, of competition. Of course, the internet, there was plenty of internet forum people saying, uh, as Mark Cavendish calls them, saying it was a terrible classics campaign. Or it, For me, it was a brilliant classics campaign. We had snow, we had surprise winners, we had established winners, we had the world champion winning the Tour of Flanders in the rainbow stripes. What, what more do you want? So, yeah, fantastic. And that, as always, our ten minutes flies by, brings our classics review our early season classics review to a close so please uh, share retweet get us out there get more people even more people listening thanks for the feedback as well so follow us on httpfendrien.eu uh, and the facebook twitter links and everything are there thanks all bye bye